Joseph Garrison's gamble that he could get away with hacking DraftKings' betting website did not pay off for him. Garrison's story was well laid out in an official Department of Justice complaint. In this complaint, they said that Joseph Garrison hacked the DraftKings website by using a method called credential stuffing. Now, the easiest way you can imagine what credential stuffing is, is if you're a user and you log into three different websites, let's say, you know, a work website, maybe a email website, and then maybe, you know, a, like a YouTube video watching website. And let's say because you don't have a password manager, you decide to use the same username and password across all these different websites. What typically happens is one of these sites might be hacked and your username and password may be leaked for that website. Now, in a credential stuffing attack, it's not the website that's being targeted that was hacked previously. It's some other independent website. But what they're counting on is their users using the same username and passwords across a bunch of different websites. So what they do is they put all these lists together of known usernames and passwords of hacks of other websites in the past, and they just keep stuffing usernames and passwords into the victim website. In this case, it's DraftKings. All right, so when law enforcement began its investigations, credentials that were stolen, now they were stolen by using this credential stuffing attack, Garrison now had tens of thousands of user accounts on DraftKings. So you can imagine the amount of money he probably had at his fingertips by having access to all these tens of thousands of accounts. Law enforcement found out about this attack when the credentials for DraftKings were, I don't want to say leaked, but for sale on the internet. And, you know, they put two and two together and said, okay, DraftKings must have had a compromise of some sort. Um, before law enforcement knew who the defendant is Joseph Garrison in this case, they did a lot of investigation. And one of the types of investigation that they did was a purchase of credentials to see if this is even legit. They want to make sure, say a 12 year old isn't out there saying, Hey, I've got a bunch of DraftKing usernames and passwords. And they really don't. They're just trying to rip people off. So law enforcement, what they do is they make a purchase and they made a purchase and the user accounts were actually valid. So um, there was some investigation and eventually law enforcement executed a search warrant on Garrison's home and they recovered a bunch of stuff. They recovered a credential stuffing program, like a computer application software and the files showing that Garrison had these programs that were used to access DraftKings to do the credential stuffing attack. They also had messages between Garrison and co-conspirators about this attack. And they also had messages between Garrison and co-conspirators about other credential stuffing attacks that we don't necessarily know about from this court paperwork. 
one of the other thing that, and I thought this was great in a investigative sense is they found photographs on how to use these stolen credentials to steal money from victim accounts. So that portion of what they found, that had to be tailor-made to this attack. All right, so um, another footnote here is that prior to this attack, Garrison admitted to participating in similar credential stuffing attacks to law enforcement. Now, the last two points I thought were really interesting. So I look, tried to look for what was the damage and the best I could find, the court paperwork said 60,000 victim accounts were compromised. And I just thought to myself, that is such a tremendous amount of people. That's like a Big Ten University amount of people that they had access to. They had the usernames and the passwords to DraftKings. Now this technical tidbit was the most interesting thing in this whole case, in my opinion. So once he sold access to other people, they would try to pull money off of these DraftKings accounts and they would put it into accounts that the hackers would be able to access. They did that by basically depositing $5 into the account with some credit card or some payment card that they own, which then verified that card on that stolen account. And then they took the rest of the money that was in there. So let's say they put $5 in, but there was $250,000 in there. They bring out $250,000 and they get their $5 deposit back. That part I thought was incredible. And looking at the end of the day numbers here, it looks like the government put the damage at approximately $600,000 from approximately 1,600 victim accounts. And I say accounts because there's not information in there to say if one person could have multiple betting accounts. So at maximum, I guess it would be, it would be 1600 people, but it's probably less than that. All right. Well, if you enjoyed this quick e-crime bites nibble, I really hope you join us on one of our full e-crime bites episodes where my co-host Seth Eichenholz and I, we take a topic like this and we go much deeper into it. Usually about 30 minutes to an hour and we try to pick apart the technical portions and tell you about how the crime happened and how they were caught and what happened to them after they were caught but we also try to put it a little bit of humor into it and try to keep it lighthearted and fun so it's not a real deep boring you know recital of how the computer evidence led to somebody's arrest we try to we try to put it in layman's terms and make it fun so again if you like this nibble i really hope that you join us on one of our full episodes soon thanks hope to see you over there bye